coming up on The Potter's Touch. It's something that you learn while you earn it that makes you able to keep it. It's things that you learn that toughen you up, that prepare you, that give you the fortitude and the tenacity. See, God doesn't put the full weight of success on you all at once when you earn it. Little by little, he increases your tolerance to pressure. But if I give it to you without you earning it, you didn't take the classes to maintain it, so you lose it. Hey everybody, I'm so excited to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you and the word will work if you work it. That's why I want you to be a student of the word. I want you to be a scholar of the word. I want you to be somebody who ingest, digest, and appropriate the word in your way so that we can see the fruit of God's word in your life. And to that end, I'm gonna share this message with you today. If your soul is bitter, how can you prosper? How can you be free to think your best thoughts? You don't have energy to fight off a disease. All of your energy is being expended in the chaos you live in, in the things you say to yourself. You're preoccupied. You, you don't have the focus to win because all of your energy is going into fighting something that may not never change. You argue with people that may not ever get better. You, you, you're not gonna be happy till they change. You just put your thermostat in their room. That's why I, I, was, I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> but, but listen, I don't have but a few years left. I got to make this do what it do. I don't have time to get tangled up in no kind of craziness. If you insist on being crazy, be crazy. God bless you. Gotta go. See you. What I want you to do is to stop praying about the leaves and curse it at the root. Jesus cursed things at the root. If you curse it at the root, curse it where it came in. 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 It's not your norm. It's not your God. It's not your God's will. It's not your will. Curse it where it came in. What convinced you that a temporary circumstance would be permanent. You know one thing that I admired about the children of Israel when they went through the wilderness, the Bible said they pitched tents, but they never built houses. Never build a house in an area that you know you're gonna leave. Have you built a house in your desert? Have you built a house in your pain? Have you developed a pathology, a coping mechanism, 
a way of looking and thinking about yourself that fits something that you're not even supposed to have. You ought to curse it at the root. If you broke, dress up. Get sick, get, put some makeup on. Put your hair on. Walk out there and smile. Go the opposite. You ought to curse it at the root. Curse it at the root. I don't care if you can't hardly put but one foot in front of the other. I can only make two steps. Make two steps every day. Two steps. I got two steps every day. And then on the third day, try two and a half. And on the third day, try three and a half steps. And on the fourth day, try four steps. I got four steps. They funny looking steps, but they steps. They ain't always be funny. They ain't always be funny. I'm looking bad right now, but I'm not gonna always look bad. I'm broke right now, but I'm not gonna always be broke. I'm working on something. 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 I got a project going on. I got me a project going on. I got me a project. I'm rehabbing myself. I'm getting ready to step into a brand new dimension. I'm getting ready to walk in a new love and a new truth. When Paul writes to Gaius, he says, I love you because of the truth you walk in. I love you because of the truth you walk in. What truth are you walking in? I seen some people that wasn't attractive, but they didn't know it. <laughs> they didn't know they wasn't attractive. And do you not know after a while they will convince you that you seen it wrong? Because they got so much confidence, they're all up on you grinning. You say, well, you, you do have nice ears. <laughs> Since we're here, we might as well have some fun with you. <laughs> do you not know some people, some people have got so much confidence that they talk themselves into a job yeah. with less qualifications, but they had more confidence. They convinced the employer to hire them. Because they said, let me tell you, if you hire me, I'm going to turn this company upside down. I already got strategies and plans. Let me show you my charts and graphs and what I, I understand your business. I've been looking up. I understand what you're going through right now. I got 10 different ideas that you haven't even thought about yet. After a while, the man said, what? <laughs> and you know what? They prosper as their soul. God is talking to us this morning. Touch your neighbor and say, God is talking to you this morning. Let me see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you how to curse it at the root. You remember the prodigal son? You remember the prodigal son? The story starts not with anything the father decided. It, not with anything the elder brother decided. It starts with something the prodigal son decided. He said, give me the portion of good food. Wait, 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 first thing wrong, give me. That's a root right there. A spirit of entitlement. You mean you've been waiting for somebody to give you something? And right there, tell me something messed up with you. Give me, anything start with give me is sick. 
First of all, give me says I don't expect to have my own. Give me is already a declaration of dependence. It's the way you look at the thing that makes you operate from a perspective of give me. Give me. Most third world countries have a culture when you get to know the people that expects benevolence. I'm not saying that's why they're down. I'm saying that's what keeps you down. Because that is a way of thinking that suggests I cannot get up. I cannot lift up myself. Give me. Give me. I'm waiting on somebody to give me. Somebody's going to die and give me something. Somebody's going to give me. Give me. Give me. Give me. You're going to give me? You're gonna, who's going to give me? Who's going to give me? You just made no other people God. So he says, watch this, give me the portion of goods that falleth unto me. And the Bible said that according to what he asked for, the father divided unto them his living. And, he, and because he didn't earn it, because he didn't earn it, let me show you this. Anything you don't earn, you will always lose. I'm going to tell you why. There is something that you learn while you're earned. Am I right about it, Emmett? It's something that you learn while you earn it that makes you able to keep it. It's things that you learn that toughen you up, that prepare you, that give you the fortitude and the tenacity. See, God doesn't put the full weight of success on you all at once when you earn it. Little by little, he increases your tolerance to pressure. But if I give it to you without you earning it, you didn't take the classes to maintain it, so you lose it. Watch this. So he said, give me the portion of good father, divide unto his living, and straightway it wasn't long before he began to be in one. Went down there, and all of a sudden he was fain to fill his belly with that which the swine did eat. He's attached himself to a citizen of that country. He is now working for a people he used to wouldn't eat with. You want to know where you are? You want to know where you are right now? You want to do an evaluation test? Check out your friends. If you surround yourself with swine, are you really a son? Why is it that you feel comfortable with trifling people? Still to come on the Potter's Touch. The servants in my father's house are doing better than me. I'm a son surrounded by swine. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. Megacare recently returned from a trip to Kenya and Zambia where partnerships that you've supported over a decade have been flourishing. Up until a few years ago, two tribes were at war over a dwindling water supply. 
During the conflict, at least 80 men were killed and 120 families were displaced when their homes were burnt to the ground. Megacare ended the conflict by digging a well and building a 12-kilometer pipeline. And just last month, the same men who were once shooting arrows and throwing spears at each other shook hands, hugged, and started on a new path towards healing. In the same place where war was once waged, the tribes came together to make sure all people could get the services they needed. Land was donated to ensure safe passage from the main road to the T.D. Jakes Community Clinic, which is now under construction to help reduce the risks that occur with pregnant women who currently walk over 12 miles for medical care, oftentimes when they're in labor. Elsewhere in Kenya, supported by Megacare, the Melchizedek Hospital has gone from serving one patient in a repurposed house to over 200 a day in a full-service hospital with a new T.D. Jakes wing that facilitates a maternity ward, an intensive care unit, and an operating room. In Zambia, more lives are being changed from the ground up through Megacare. Your support has given children whose futures look bleak a chance for a brighter tomorrow. The T.D. Jakes Transformation Center provides children who are without parents due to illness, abandonment, or lack of resources a place to grow, learn, and just enjoy being a kid. Your support of Megacare and all the global partners are changing lives in Africa in a very real way. Thank you. I'm excited to announce the launch of our latest series of resources aimed specifically for those who work day-to-day -day in the local church. It's an online resource center called Envision Church Solutions, and it's something I'm extremely passionate about, equipping you to do the job God has called you to do. Each month, you'll receive a new coaching video from me that deals with very practical issues that all of us face in full-time ministry. In addition, you'll receive big ideas from top ministry leaders that will help you mold and shape your ministry to grow and thrive. You'll have access to hundreds of resource documents that help you effectively operate the day-to-day -day task of the church, as well as case studies that give you an inside look at what other churches around the country are doing successfully in their areas. Let's envision your future together. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. From our hearts to yours, the Potter's House family is wishing you and your family a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. The Bible said he came to himself. Watch this. He came to himself. How do you know he came to himself? I can tell he came to himself by what he said. The Bible says he came to himself and said, the moment you come to yourself, you're going to change the way you talk. You're going to change the way you talk because you change the way you think. He said, wait a minute, how many servants in my father's house had bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger? Look at him deciding, this is not natural. I'm not supposed to be down here in this hog pen. I'm not supposed to still be crying over this man. This is not natural. 
I'm not supposed to be sleeping up under this bridge. This is not, I'm not supposed to be flunking out of school. This is not natural. I'm not supposed to be cussing out everybody and fighting all the time. This is not natural. I'm not supposed to be unhappy and miserable and suicidal. This is not natural. I'm not supposed to be unhappy. I'm not supposed to be. I, I came to myself. This is not my unhappiness. This is, I'm not supposed to be like this. How many servants, the servants in my father's house are doing better than me. I'm a son surrounded by swine. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. Did you know you could be in something that you're not of? You could be engaged in, in the same mud with the rest of the pigs, but I'm faking. Coming to yourself means that you no longer define yourself by your circumstance. I'm in the hog pen, but I'm not a hog. I'm in the garage, but I'm not a car. I'm in this club, but I'm not one of you. I'm better than this. I'm better than this. I got an option. I will arise. What'd he say? 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 The moment you take I will from they and them, you are on your way to recovery. The moment you say I will, look at somebody say I will. The moment you say I will, you're taking back authority over your life. I will, I will get up out of this. I will overcome this. I will walk again. I will walk again. I will sing again. I will write again. I will fly the plane again. I will run the relay again. I will go back to school. I will graduate. I will own my own house. I will be a good father. I will be married. I will be a wife. I I will, I will. You need to get your I will, I will, I will. Look at somebody say, I will. He cursed that thing at the root. None of his friends were there. None of the harlots was there. His daddy wasn't there. The money wasn't there. Nothing was there. He cursed it at the root. He cursed it in his soul. His soul prospered. Oh, I'm gonna tie it up for a sit down. His soul prospered in a hog pen. Woo! They didn't hear it. His soul prospered in a hog pen. Everything around him was dirty and stinking, but his soul prospered. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health as your soul does prosper. When his soul prospered, his situation prospered. He started coming back home. He started coming to himself. He started getting himself together. Slap somebody and tell him, I'm coming out of this. My soul is healthy. My soul is prosperous. My soul is wealthy. My soul is at peace. My soul is confident. My soul is a conqueror. My soul is victor. My soul is having a revival. I'm not waiting on the potter's house. I'm not waiting on the evangelist. My soul, my soul, my soul, my soul. Kelly, let me tell you what David said. David said, my soul has escaped. 
out of the snare of the fowler. I couldn't get nothing out but my soul. But if you can get your soul out, it won't be long before your family comes out. It won't be long before your money comes out. It won't be long before your health comes out. Touch your neighbor and say, my soul escaped. That's why I come to church on Sunday, so I can get a liberating word. Because if I can get my soul out, if I can get my soul out, I'll start walking again. I'll start moving again. I'll start living again. Somebody give him an escapee's prayer. I want to go into this. Can I go a little bit deeper? What got me going, I was doing my devotions and I started thinking about worthless physicians. Worthless physician, that's what they called Job's friends. They called them worthless physicians because they was telling him what he ought to do and they didn't know what they were talking about, calling them worthless physicians. So I was thinking about worthless physicians at first. And then I thought about the woman with the issue of blood because she had spent all her money on worthless physicians and just grew worse. Could in no wise. She'd gone broke trying to find a way to get better. The Bible said, there she is, out of money. All the physicians had done all their stuff. And in fact, the Bible said they made her worse. It literally says she suffered at the hands of the physicians. Sometimes you suffered at the hands of the people you open up to. And they left you worse than you were at first. I got with you to make me better. You made me worse. And one day, as she sat in the corner and bled, she heard, oh, thank you, Jesus. I just had to stop and thank him that everything ain't broke at the same time. I I had to thank him that I'm bleeding, but I'm not deaf. (laughs) I'm broke, but I'm not deaf. I'm angry, but I'm not deaf. I'm lonely, but I'm not deaf. She heard Jesus was passing by. Watch this, watch this. Because I don't know if you can handle it. Jesus passing by didn't heal her. Jesus passing by, now look at this. The Bible says that later we will find that the disciples were so anointed that they passed by people and their shadows fell on people and they got healed. You you remember that? But Jesus passed by this woman and him passing by didn't heal her. In fact, now this is going to run you out of the church. Jesus didn't heal her at all.
Jesus did not heal the woman with the issue of blood. He did not heal her. In fact, he didn't even know who touched him. So what healed her? She said to herself, Woo! Oh, good God of mercy. That's some good preaching if I say so myself. She said to herself. That's like the prodigal son. He came to himself. She said to herself, If I may, but touch. Now wait a minute, there is no doctrine for touching the hem of his garment. There is no precedence for touching the hem of his garment. Nobody has ever touched the hem of his garment and gotten healed before. Not in the New Testament, not in the Old Testament. There is no point of reference for it. I understand about the pomegranates in the bell, but there is no reference for anybody ever touching the hem of his garment and getting healed. She had no scripture for it, but she said to herself, if I may but touch, the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. So she started saying it. And then the Greek it says she said it over and over again. Cause sometime in order to get the breakthrough and crush it at the root, you have to remind yourself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, you gotta remind yourself, I will get through this class. I will buy this house. I will start if I may, but. I'm out of time. It's been a real joy to share the word of the Lord with you, but I am excited about what the word is going to do as you work the word that you heard. The word only works if you work it. So I want you to work that word and use it in your life so that you can evolve as we are all evolving into being the highest and best expression of ourselves. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you till we meet again. Women are into spiritual warfare. There is a fight going on between you and the devil. If you had been like you used to be, you would have gone crazy, but you got some kind of crazy peace. This is the peace of God. I'm in pain. They said, do you want me to call a doctor? I said, do you know Jesus? What you call his name? Exposure, courage, knowledge, positioning, P-E-C-K. We will have healing and restoration if we know what our daddy says. Out of your need, out of your capacity, shall flow river of living water. No matter what you're facing, when there seems to be no way, God has made a way. There's purpose in your problems. 
You're looking at what happened. God is looking at why it happened. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Revelation in Retrospect on CD from Bishop Jake's enlightening series, God Has Made a Way. You only want to work when you get the credit, but God needs somebody who will work till he gets the glory. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive God Has Made a Way illuminating your path with his purpose on three DVDs. I'm getting ready to step into a brand new dimension. I'm getting ready to walk in a new love and a new truth. However, when your gift is $125 or more, you will receive the God Has Made a Way three-message DVD set, this decorative joy, peace, and hope wooden display, and the lovely, abundantly blessed stationary set and notepad. Let God illuminate your path with His purpose today. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Dungeon.